0: Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. Procrastination really kind of stinks. Wow. Just saying a few words, and I feel so much better about... I've been feeling pretty kind of crummy the last few days. Not, like, physically, but mentally. They're really more or less kind of, like, weighty things to think about. But they have a certain weightiness to them that they just, by default, make you feel a certain way. Like, at a certain low. And it's like you're in a storm. It's like, this sucks. Like a vacuum. You're stuck. It's like you're continuously being sucked into it, but you're trying to get out. One of the things, though, that kind of tied the bow on the top was seeing something yesterday that I could have gone without seeing. And I'm not going to say what it was because it's very, very traumatizing and terrifying. And in a way, it's like, Seriously, Lord, why did I have to run into seeing this right now? This moment. It was a scene I saw outside. It's like, it could have happened at any time of the day that I was outside, but not in that area, but it just happened to be there when I was there in that moment. But, just kind of talking, I keep having this thought in my head that's telling me, you're stupid, you're dumb, you're a waste. (laughs) not necessarily that dramatic but we all have that and it's hard and you're like i'm in this storm how do i progress how do i proceed you may have that one thing in your in your toolbox that is ultimately more powerful than anything that could come into your sight into your mind into your your thoughts <laughs> am i making any sense I'm just talking right now, but like I said, it's nice to talk, but procrastination is what I started talking about. These last few days, there's constantly been something that's just been jumping in front of my way. I've been like, okay, I want to record. I, I need to start recording. I need to write my next script, but something just, you allow something to get in the way. You allow yourself to procrastinate. It's like waking up in the morning. This morning I had another one of those very very tough difficult times trying to wake up. <sighs> I live in this neighborhood that has a large it's pretty close to a track a track like a running track oval whatever you call that. I did a pretty good job this week of walking to that track area from my place of residence and just running around it once. I know to like marathoners it's doesn't seem like a lot that's probably just like an eighth of a mile or a quarter i don't even know maybe a third of a mile it's a portion of a mile okay i feel like i'm taking myself through this like rehabilitation phase of just like okay we're going to add this into our routine we're going to add this into our routine we're going to add this into our routine in a way all of us During this time of COVID, it's like we all got hit with a giant baseball bat to the head and we're recovering from it. Like you would if you were a recovering alcoholic. You're like slowly rehabilitating yourself to get back on your feet. Speaking of getting back on your feet, I am currently standing on my feet. I'm here to talk to my microphone and whoever's on the other side of that microphone about just a couple things. So if you are just joining, this podcast as a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for those who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. In a way, it's kind of like therapy. Last night I was like, I definitely need to go to therapy soon, ASAP, pronto. But then you have the thought, What are you going to talk to them about? You don't need to talk about anything. And then it's like, that's exactly why you do need to go to therapy, because you have that voice in your head that's telling you to. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just doing it. And if you're just tuning in, episodes one and two talk about who I am. So give them a a liffin'. Give them a liffin'. Give them a listen if you haven't. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. And sometimes I'm just really talking without even thinking about talking. I'm just talking. But yeah, here we go. By the way, I think I'm going to quit doing the apple cider vinegar thing because I chipped my tooth. And like, I don't know how long ago I chipped it. But I know the, that acidity of vinegar is not good for it. I think coffee's okay, though. Because I cut coffee down, at least, with creamer. To when I called the police. Oh my gosh. uh, I wasn't at all thinking about the actual story when I called the police. I was thinking about a time that I was sitting in our front yard and the police showed up. So, I mean... It's it's already written, so I'm going to talk about the time when I called the police. This happened to be when I was 16. Was I 16? Yes. Just before I moved to Iowa. There was this time. It was a normal day. <sighs> okay, that was the time. Phew! Because I did not want to go into that story. I was going to change names. Of people to protect people because there was a time that I called the police and it was a very very traumatic situation and I fortunately got out of it but I was like right there it was like me I wasn't the issue the problem solver the problem causer it was me the fire department was there the police was there there was this guy who was very He looked very angry because I called the police. But I'm like, dude, you're like, you're like drugged up right now. So that's another story. But when I called the police, it was my senior year in high school for our government class. We made this video talking about some part of the Constitution. It would be really, really cool to see this video again. We needed a cop car. Maybe it was someone else's video. We needed a cop car. And so what do I do? I pull out my phone and I dial 911. <laughs> and the this was back in Iowa, in Makoku Iowa. The dispatcher picks up. She's like, hello, 911, what's your emergency? And I said, can we borrow a cop car for our government video? Hmm. That was my first time <laughs> knowing that. Cities have, like, non-emergency phone numbers to dial to get attention of, like, police. Because that was not an emergency at all. Here's this, like, silly 12th-grader me calling 911, being like, Hey, can we use a car? Turns out a cop car did show up to where we were. And I got to sit in a cop car. The cop and I, he understood that I didn't understand, but now I do understand, and so we set it up to where we made <laughs> we made my friends think I was actually going to down to the station. I got in his car, and we drove away, but then we turned right back around. That's kind of very, very anticlimactic, because I'm in this, there's like this brooding emotional state right now that's going on that's like kind of got me in this funk. I think it's seasonal effective stuff going on. I didn't think that it would happen down here in Georgia because there's so much sun, but it has been very, very cloudy the last few days. I love nostalgic things, but I hate the emotion that comes with nostalgia. And a lot of that often comes around fall time. So thank you for bearing with me as I slug through trying to talk. But yeah, that's when I called the police. It was interesting. Did I ever call the police any other times? Other than that story, yeah, there was that. When I was maybe eight, I like dialed 911, hit call, and then hung up right away. And then they called back. That was also in Iowa. I'm just like really, really not feeling this episode right now but I'm going to keep talking because I know it's good to plow through this. It's like I'm digging through the dirt, and I'm digging through some really, really hard dirt right now. may not even have anything to do with the fact I'm just digging to dig because it's, you know, it's keeping me occupied. It is keeping my brain functional. I'm not saying that without this I would be, you know, doing bad things, It would probably just be emotionally a little bit more difficult to get through the time. To when I look at lights in the sky. Mmm, lights in the sky. I wrote this very, very cool thing that I'm going to read to you. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun. For the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Revelation 22 verse 5. Every day each side of the earth faces away from the sun into darkness. Although it's true we can see the stars and sometimes moon in the dark void, lights in the vault of the sky, God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate the light from darkness and God saw that it was good. Genesis 1, verse 16 through 18. I don't, nor will I ever, admit to be defeated by sin. I will admit defeat feels close sometimes. It's so difficult when we only for a second, minute, hour, whatever, don't see the sun clearly, or even the lights which reflect him. Adam and Eve obviously temporarily fell to this trickery, and since then suffered sin and death. Why would God put in our nature before the fall to be prone to deception? I wonder if he wanted to show us how important it was for us to always be able to see the light clearly. I guess all this being said, I feel in a new way the relief of Jesus defeating sin and death. Smiley face. So I wrote this on April 15th of this year, 2020. I'm actually glad that I'm reading that right now. Because that's actually a really, really good reminder that no matter how dark it seems, there is some type of light that you can see. It's the imagery of, you know, when it's nighttime and everything seems so dark. The only place that you will find complete darkness is if you go looking for it. So if you go outside, it's dark and you see a star. That star is shining so bright. Man. I I can't explain this. The only thing I can really say is lights in the sky are like a reminder, something to tell you that you aren't lost. Which, okay, a week ago, I was at a coffee shop outside, and I was journaling, and I had this thought of, like, feeling lost. So imagine you're a captain on a ship, on a boat. It's you, the boat, the water, the sky, the stars the sun, the moon, the wind, and fish. Yeah, sure, let's just throw fish in there. That wasn't in my original thought. What you know is true is that the stars are never going to change position. Yes, they might alter their appearance in the sky. They might appear to be in a different area. Their apparent position seems different depending upon the time of the year where you are, but they are always going to be in the same spot. So in a way, their position is fixed. Yes, the universe is ever-expanding, so, I mean, we don't know what's... If you go out to that star, you don't know what's behind it. Ultimately, we don't know what's behind it. This topic is manifesting in such a way that I'm encouraging you to seek out light in your life. I'll let that be up to you to decide what that means. As far as the first topic, I didn't wrap it with a lesson. Police are inherently not bad people. Police are inherently supposed to be the, key, the peacekeepers, but that's unfortunately abused ever so often. And I pray that that would change. So if you find yourself in a situation, someone shows up, they're all drugged out, and you're like, I don't know what to do, Uh, I'm only 16, and nobody's there to help you, call the police, call someone to help. That thing I saw yesterday was so traumatizing. (sighs) So what did I do? I stopped, and I like pulled out my phone to look up on the internet for help, and then someone pulled up. They have this situation under control. If you think something is going wrong, don't just sit back and just assume that it's going to be okay. Don't ever assume things are okay with anyone. Honestly, you never know what someone is going through. Yeah, if they're passed out, you shouldn't assume that they'll be okay with a bottle of pills in their hand. Jeez. Okay! When I play Flight Simulator, when I was, or okay, around that time when I was 16, I think I was either 15 or 14, is when I first got Flight Simulator on my computer. So I'm not a licensed pilot. I probably have at least 10 hours of flight time experience, not logged flight time, on a flight simulator. What is a flight simulator? A flight simulator. What is a simulation? an imitation of a situation or process. So a flight simulator is an imitation through a computer that you are flying a real plane. And it's fun, because you can just, like, sit there and get in this giant airplane, like a Boeing 747, take off from a runway, and fly in the air. Maybe someday I'll, like, instead of playing flight simulator, I'll fly an actual plane. I'm not going to make a promise, because... I ultimately don't have a huge desire to do that. It would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. Um What's cool is on Flight Simulator, specifically Microsoft Flight Simulator. You get your plane. I would recommend getting like a fighter jet so you can go really fast. You can fly anywhere in the world that you want. It's pretty awesome actually. Like I went to I went to Egypt and i flew over the pyramids and the sphinx i was like oh hey i've never been there in real life but that that must that like the area actually looks like that that's cool i flew in seattle and i was like this is actually very realistic but a new one just came out and i want to play it <laughs> but i need to resist i must resist the temptation to play it until the time is right or if the time comes at all So a lesson with Flight Simulator, it's cool to explore. Explore your life. Don't be afraid to explore, because exploring is fun. Exploring is like the mind's way of being like, there's other things that I want to see. Let's go see them. So don't hinder that. I'm going to go drink some coffee. It's 1.30, but that's okay, because it's a Saturday. And Saturday is a day before Sunday which means I could sleep in tomorrow if I wanted. And I plan to take a nap today. I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and to anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Once I throw on this, once I throw on this, it's over, girl. I hear you knock, 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 baby, come on up. I hope you got, got, got something in your cup. Cause I'm one step deep in a manive i Got a Red Bull on and I'm ready. Thanks for listening.